Stories of the human spirit. Candid conversations about action, passion, and love. The Law of Action is about living in balance, moving forward with momentum in inspired action. Overcome challenges, create success, amplify your life, and achieve things you never thought possible. It's all waiting for you. If you're ready to break through your fears and live your life in massive action, this is the show for you. He's a best-selling author, speaker, advisor, your host, Mr. Action himself, Rob Actis. Welcome to Show Action Takers. Glad to have you here. Living the Law of Action is based on my book, The Law of Action. And I love to connect with the movers and shakers of the world who are passionate about the good they brothers and who listen to their hearts taking inspired action every single day. If this is your first time joining us or you've been with us for a while, I want to personally thank you for listening in and being here. On this show, my guests are incredible, people who are forces for good in the world around them and live a life of inspired action. My guest today does just that. Armine Kashishian is well, we're going to discuss how taking action using her 3D concept of desire, determination, and dedication to live your desired life. If you want to learn how to use desire, determination, and dedication so you can create new opportunities and live your desired life, Takers, this is the show for you. She is the founder and CEO of Wealth and Wellness Global, a coaching company that encourages living abundantly with the core values of empower, enlighten, and build. Together, we build a hopeful community. That's what she says. We're going to talk more about that. She's created a holistic approach to wealth and wellness on how to have a fulfilling and abundant life. She's an award-winning author and the number one best-selling author of Joyous Wealth, 56 Secrets to Riches and Wellness, International Stages, and has been featured in magazines, and she is recipient of the Top Female Entrepreneur of the Year Award and Women of Inspiration. Armine, welcome to the Living the Law of Action show. Thank you so much. What a pleasure. Glad to have you here. All right. Well, we could just fill the whole show with 56 secrets to riches and wellness. That's pretty exciting. Okay. Just what's the what's one secret to richness and wellness? The secret is know what you want and follow it. Follow your heart. That's one secret. Follow your heart. Your heart always guides you the right way. I love that. You know, it's amazing that if you do that, if you if you do what you're supposed to do, and I don't see like someone tells you what to do, but if you follow your flow, how beautiful your life can be. When you're doing something that's not in flow and you're you're it's just a lot of friction, no matter how much money you're making, it's not a life that's worth living. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. So what's another secret? We're going to go down to 56 secrets. I'm excited because, you know, riches and wellness, that's good. So health and wealth, I mean, what else is there? So how about how about a wellness secret? I can actually start with a couple of concepts and then we can build on that. Would that work? Sounds good to me. Let's do it. Okay. So number one is my four cornerstone philosophy, which is physical, emotional, intellectual, slash mental, and spiritual. First of all, we need to decide and tackle the, those areas one by one. Under physical, we have our bodies, we have our homes, shelter, car, money, physical intimacy, all of that is under 
physical. Oh, the outside <laughs> stuff. The outside stuff. The outside. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then we have the emotional, which is at any point in time, how do we feel? Are we in love? Are we angry? Are we sad? And generally, are we a happy person? And every day when we wake up, how does that feel to us every single day? And then there is the mental, which is your mindset. You have a fixed mindset, a growth mindset, and creativity. And then there is a spiritual, which some people are very religious, some are not. They're spiritual in a sense that they believe in a bigger power. So my idea is to go through all that and pick five things that is absolutely important to you. We can pick career, money, exercise, having a very fit body, relationships. I always say five and then see where they, they belong. If you want a $2 million house and a $500,000 bank account Car. at any time, <laughs> that's always in physical form, right? Okay, right, yeah. <laughs> so, so if we pick from each corner and then we say these five are the most important, we have a map. And then we go with the desire. Your desire level has to be 100%. You cannot say, yeah, I'd like to have a million dollars. Yeah, hmm, it'd be nice. Well, if that's the push behind it, it's it's not going to happen. You're going right. to say, I really want this. So once you decide on your desire, then is determination. You decide you're going to do it. Not one day, not someday. You're going to do it. If you decide next year, that's fine. It's a decision. But then next right. year when it comes, you're committed, fully dedicated to the outcome. There's always challenges. There's no two ways about it. Anything worthwhile comes with challenges. And the idea is to never give up and go for it. So once we have our four cornerstone and the five elements and the three Ds, then we have a magnificent life. Could be wealth, could be wellness, could be anything you desire because it comes from your heart. Not somebody tells you do this or do that. You want that. And Absolutely. that's why you're inspired. And that's how inspired action also comes to play. Absolutely. Yeah, it's really important to, to really feel what you want to do as opposed to think what you want to do. Yes, yes. We are conditioned, you know, Rob, we are mostly conditioned to think what is the best option instead of feeling it. If we can actually use our mind, our hearts, and our guts together, and that's the alignment of body, mind, and spirit, then the decision is much more impactful because sometimes our heart could be compassionate and okay, but then where is the logic? If you just say, I'm gonna make $200 million next year, well, it's fine, but your mind, is it there? Like, are you aligned? So once you align everything together, the decision is much, much easier. And as you said earlier, it flows. So you got to be in the flow. Otherwise, it's it's not aligned. Right. So how do you get in flow? How do you get in alignment? It's a it's a very good question. It's a it's a process. It's like if we are overweight, twenty pounds, thirty pounds, and all of a sudden we want to be fit. We go to the gym every day. We exercise. We got to build those muscles. It's the same thing with the mind. Right. If your mind is always busy worrying, and fear, of course, is one of the main elements of human beings. And if we're always in fear, it's not going to work. We have to exercise. We've got to be cognizant of our thought processes, 
all the time. If we say, okay, we're going to make that $200 million, which is a lot of money. And then one, the other way we're thinking, who are you? How do you think you're going to make it? Really? Like why? You got blue blood. Who are you? So all these conflicting thoughts are not going to work. So if you have the conflicting thoughts, how do you get rid of those? How do you get in alignment so you can move forward? By focusing and recognizing. So let's say today I wake up and I have a certain actions that I like to take in order to get that to that million dollars, 200, whatever. It doesn't matter what the outcome is, right? right? So we have to have an action plan. Those actions, there are steps. So let's say we need to take 10 steps today. And so we would take one step and then the second, the third one, there's all these ideas. No, you can't do it. You're, I'm tired. Let's say I'd say, I'm tired. I can't do this. I make this phone call. I'm rejected. But then you say, one person doesn't, doesn't determine my outcome. One person's reaction is not important in my life overall. And then right. you move on to the next. So every second you have to have that intention that you're going to rise above it instead of giving in. Oh, you know what? I thought this was going to be difficult. Why did I even think about doing this? So you have to be cognizant of those thoughts and, and deal with them one at a time. Absolutely. So one of the things that, that can happen and tell me how you would overcome this is people in your life that are, you know, energy vampires, emotional vampires. How do you overcome that? To like be bold and move forward, yet how do you let those people go? Yes, that's a very difficult one. If we have very closed ones, if we're in partnership, we're married, let's say with kids, and right. one of the partners is extremely negative and doesn't support our growth, it's gonna be difficult. Either you need to come to an agreement that this is your desire, this is the path you have chosen, which includes the family in a sense that it would be for the betterment of the whole family, then you can negotiate. I mean, the worst choice would be to leave the partner. But right. then again, depends if your desire is really up there and, and you can't live without it. But there are people who continue that path. The partner doesn't, let's say, allow or doesn't want that. And the person who's really inspired to do something, they suppress it right. and they never get their dreams come. They never see their dreams come through. And the worst thing is to die with regrets. That would be the worst thing, in my opinion. Absolutely. I've had a few near-death experiences and I will tell you the one thing that was so in my face when I thought I was gonna die. Wow, I really wish I would have. I really wish I would have. I really wish I would have. And that, that has made me live where I don't wanna have regrets. I wanna Absolutely. live a life of inspired action. It's a terrible thing. And you know, it's not easy to make decisions and you have to decide really ultimately that you have to take care of you first before yes. you take care of anybody else. That would be your spouse, your children, everybody. And a lot of people think that taking care of is like on the outside, but it's really on the inside of taking care of your, your heart and your soul and your passion for what you wanna do with life. Exactly, yes. Passion, a lot of people, that's a very good word or, or feeling. A lot of people 
they don't think about passion too much, unfortunately. I do. I know. I, I, That's yeah, why I'm we're discussing. Yes, yes, it's fantastic. Yes, yes. And it always shows because people with passion, they glow most of the times, right? Am I glowing? <laughs> of course you are. Of course. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So how does someone dial into their passion? If I'm just going to go by myself, like bring myself as an example. If I sit quietly and reflect, thoughts come, inspirations come, my soul talks to me. I meditate all the time. And so this power, whatever it is, the universal power or my own spirit says something. How about this idea? How about that? And if I feel joy, right. that's passion. If the idea comes and all of a sudden the feeling is, hmm, I don't know about that, or, mm, mm, you know, that feeling of, mm, mm, you don't know what it is, but you can't even pinpoint that, that is not inspiration. When you're inspired, you're full of joy, you want to tell the whole world, and your energy changes, then we know we are in, in, in connection with the divine. Right. Myself, Rob, I always go with the divine messages. If I don't have confirmation, as I call it, from the divine, it's not right. that I'm religious, it's just my own spirit. If I don't have confirmation to go forward with something, I do not. I wait until I'm completely 100% sure. Yeah. It's interesting on decisions that I've made that have been logical decisions. Those are the ones that have been the wrong, absolutely wrong decisions to make. Lost a lot of money on those decisions. And it's funny because the universe kind of taps in and says, you know, yes. you know, oh, it's so I have a big uh, business um, opportunity that has unfolded for me, and it's uh, it's with a company called Padopolo, and I'm super excited about it. And it has just flowed like just water cascading down a riverbank. It's so great. There's just a fair exchange of value, and they really appreciate me. And I just, you know, it's a love fest. You know, it's the Mutual Admiration Society. And it's been so wonderful. And then there's been other op opportunities that I've been involved in, and they just didn't feel right. But I'm like, well, logically, you know, this makes a lot of sense. This would be a good opportunity. And turns around, just bites me in the backside, you know? So it's really important to tap into your soul and your heart and you're, you're just your inner voice, not that logical voice, which just said, well, this seems like a really good idea. You know, there's a lot of potential here. Tap in from, from here. And, and I love that you meditate because meditation is so powerful, like yes. so powerful. It, it, and as someone who has ADD, it's really difficult for us to be quiet because there's a lot of noise. When you start meditating, if you have ADHD or ADD, it's like they turn the volume up and every voice and every channel you can ever imagine comes in. But then you get to a point and it goes to nothing. And it's yes. really, really cool. It's, it's my most favorite part of the day is to meditate. I meditate in the morning. I meditate in the afternoon. Um, I even stop and take off my shoes and go walk in, 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 in the grass outside. And it's beautiful green grass, even though in the middle I'm living in the desert, just to connect with Mother Earth. And those are things you have to do to really get connected to the universe 
and to really be in flow and have that happily ever after that you want. Yes, yes. I love the earth and I love the ocean. I'm in Canada, so uh, in Toronto, we have a lot of lakes, but I just love to be by the ocean and the sun, the sand. And one thing I like to reference to you spoke about meditation. I make a difference between meditation and relaxation. If my mind is very occupied and uh, or I have emotional upheaval, maybe something really bothered me and I just can't get that thought out of my mind, I need to relax first. So I use relaxation techniques, um, one being the breath work depending on there's different ways. And once once the relaxation, uh, once I'm relaxed, then I can meditate. And there are a variety of meditations as well. One uh, recently, actually I did that the last two, three nights, is um, I was looking for an answer. I wasn't sure, I was maybe 80, 90% sure, but I wasn't 100% sure. And I needed the confirmation from the divine. And the answer was yes, go ahead. And then the next day I'm doing things, they're not going properly. So I meditate again and the answer said, yes, go ahead. (laughs) So so I just pursued that. Well, a lot of people think that meditation is like sleep. It's not. Uh, When I meditate, I sit in a chair, I sit up and it's very focused. I mean, there's relaxation meditation, which I thought I'd meditate my whole life. Now I'm just sleeping. And so (laughs) it's a very intentional practice. Um, to meditate. That's like, you know, you'll notice the people that actually meditate, they actually sit in, you know, um, in crisscross with their legs um, and they're sitting straight up and you're, you're using your physical body and you're letting your mind, but when you lay down and you fall asleep, it's, it's a different type of meditation. When you hear people that are peak performers or people that are really, um, you know, active in, in, in meditation and, and very active in their spirituality, when they meditate, it's a little bit different than the relaxation meditation. It's more of the meditation. Yes, yes. And um, you mentioned you meditate two, three times a day. That's great. <laughs> I meditate probably four times a week or something like that. Oh, wow. And, it's so powerful. And, well, is there someone who's so... And I am. And, yeah. and my brain moves a million miles. I have to do those things to slow down because I've discovered when I slow down, I speed up. Yes. Like it's, it's a very interesting thing for me because I have a lot of energy. I mean, I've been, been dubbed Mr. Action since I was just a little boy. My grandma, when I was four or five years old, I had a lot of energy. And she's like, you're like Mr. Action because I was doing all <laughs> so many things. And, you know, you have to slow down to speed up. Yes, but it's a valuable commodity, let's call it, or a valuable gift that you have to have so much energy. Some people by nature are not as energetic. You by nature are very energetic and that's, that's, that's a gift. Yeah. I, well, one thing, is, and now even more so, even if I'm older, is a lot of the energy and the, and the excitement and the passion that I have and the action is really based on I'm so happy to be alive. Like, mm-hmm. I love being alive and every day is such a blessing to me. And so that's why I move at the velocity that I move and I do all that I do because I am so happy to be alive. You know, when you face death, it gets on what life really is. And when it's about to be taken away, you will realize how much you will fight to stay alive. 
Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for sharing. <laughs> it's it's, so it's wonderful to be alive. And sometimes I give gratitude every single night, at least for five things. And they have to be okay. different every day. And one of the things that it's a common, so I don't do it every night, but in my mind, I am so happy that I have a physical body. I guess it's the same oh, yeah. as being alive, but I think it differently. I'm happy that I have my limbs, that I have my eyes, I have my ears. And it's it's wonderful because most of the times we take life for granted. And that's the worst yeah. thing we can do. Yeah. Absolutely. So what are what are some ways to be joyous? Joyous one way to be joyous is to appreciate what we have and give gratitude. Love That's that. one. Love gratitude. So yes. great. No. <laughs> because most of the times we take things for granted. I mean, if we just stop and and listen to our bodies, listen to our mind, listen to the universe, there's a lot we can be thankful. So thank, thankfulness, gratitude increases joy. That's one way. The other way is to follow our hearts. So if I want to do something and I'm on the way doing it, that gives me excitement. That gives me joy because I am doing what I want to do. And most of the times when we take a lot of action and high performers, as you said, it's very difficult to slow down. It's very difficult to slow down. Years ago, when I was playing, I used to think about working. And when I was working, I used to think about playing. So it takes determination. It takes exercise, mental exercise to be able to switch back and forth from playing to working and working to playing. And so relaxation increases increases our good hormones and gets rid of the adrenaline. And once we get rid of the adrenaline, which is mostly fear, then we can just have a more peaceful life. When it's peaceful, that also increases joy. There's so many different ways that it, it's, a, it's a work in progress, you know. <laughs> we got to do it all the time. Well, one of the things I know about you is that you are, have been studying for many years ancient wisdom. And I love ancient wisdom. I think it's so powerful. I mean, to think ancient wisdom, you know, this country, United States has been around for just a little over 200 years. And it's it's amazing to think that these other countries have been around for thousands and thousands of years. So what are some, some, some ancient wisdom techniques or ideas that we can tap into to make our life more pure and more uh, empowered? The very first thing that comes into my mind is the alignment of body, mind, and spirit. When we are aligned, it's like the energy is stuck up and it's in just one line. And if we're off, we feel something is different. And again, that comes with practice. To have a fit body it's crucial. So if I go to the gym every single day and exercise for two hours, but then when I come home, my mind is all over the place and I'm always worried about money, I'm worried about kids, I'm worried about that, that's not gonna work. So let's say my body is fit, I can dance, I don't have to do the gym exercises, I can do Tai Chi, there's so many different ways of uh, getting the body in, in proper form. 
and then you work with your mind to have more peace, to have more control over your thoughts. So body, mind, and spirit, and to be open to receive guidance. I mean, we human beings think we got it all. We know it all. But sometimes if we just let go and let the universe speak to us, what we want, we're going to get, but in a much better and bigger way. One other example I can give you about this ancient wisdom, it's to just to listen to ourselves. I came to Canada from the Middle East as a teenager with my younger sister. We were homesick. We couldn't speak English. And I asked my father to send me to the G7 countries without even knowing that there was a G7. I was a teenager. I just wanted to be an English-speaking country. And he said, okay, go past the very difficult visa, student visa, uh, sorry, student exam so that I can get, right. get a visa to come. And I passed. So I just was thinking about Canada and US. I don't know where this information was coming from, but I was open and the universe guided me the right way. This is ancient wisdom. How do I know this? How do I know that right. information? How do I know that? I don't know how, but it's in me somewhere, somehow. And the very first thing I always say is body, mind, and spirit. And the other thing that I can share that has been handed down generations is once your intention is clear, magic happens. And so if you take a step towards your intention, God will take a step, 10 steps towards you. That's this, that. this type of uh, quotes when we hear, I mean, there's a lot of truth to those. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one of the things I, I, I like is that you have the 3D concept, but it's funny. So when I saw that, when I think 3D, I'm thinking three-dimensional and, you know, <laughs> abstract and I'm in this virtual, virtual world. And then I'm looking at this now and I'm like, oh, 3D, desire, determination, and dedication. I get it. It's the three Ds, not three-dimensional, but it is dimensional. So let's dive in a little bit more about the 3D concept. Okay. I think the best way is to bring an example. Okay. Mm. My mind goes to another, I, I also produce dance theater productions. So my Love mind that. is going there. Can I talk about that or I, I have to stay on the coaching company? <laughs> business. Um, you can talk, do you want to talk about dance? Yeah. You want to talk about dance? What do you want to talk about? Um, no, I produce and create dance theater productions. So <clears throat> as a Middle Eastern woman, you cannot dance in public. That's, that's how okay. it is. Although I was mostly, I spent most of my life in Canada. So I decided that I wanted to take dance classes and my parents didn't want that, but I went ahead anyway. And I had a desire at some point to produce dance theater shows. My desire level was more than 100%. And right. I don't teach dance. <laughs> I don't dance that often, you know? <clears throat> and so 
my desire was there. And then I decided at some point that I was going to cast. So I decided, right? I had two dances. There were three to five minutes each. So I choreographed those, but to do an hour and a half production, <laughs> you need much more, much more. You need music, you need dancers. So I decided that I was going to cast and I was going to start the production without a date sometime in the future. So that was my decision. And the determination was there and the dedication was that I wasn't even thinking about money. Well, it costs money to produce. Right. But because I was committed, I went through all the challenges and money was there. So I really, really wanted it. I made the decision to do it and I was committed and it happened. And so the productions got bigger and bigger and bigger. And the last show we did actually was called Follow Your Heart. And we got right. a letter of congratulations from <clears throat> our prime minister in Canada. And, and other producers saw that, the trailers and the show, and they pitched it to Vegas. So it started small and then it became so big and the universe gave me the full spectrum. And that, that was one big example of my 3D. Oh, it's so beautiful. You know, desired life, live a life of inspired action, and you are definitely inspirational. If you want to reach out to Armin A, you can do it at wealthandwellnessglobal.com. She's a super awesome lady. And thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you. This was such a pleasure. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy and precious day to listen. We so appreciate you. Thank you for allowing me along with my very special guests to touch your heart, move you, inspire you. Remember, take time out to breathe. Don't let fear stop you. Live a life of inspired action. Decide, plan, and act. You got this. I'm Rob Actis. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Living the Law of Action show with Mr. Action, Rob Actus. Please rate, review, and subscribe.